Hello, and thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. Another photograph that I'm doing a little voiceover of. This image was shot on film in Heart Mountain. Now, Heart Mountain is a uh, an antelope refuge that's also a huge mountain in a really desolate, arid section of the high desert in eastern Oregon, southeastern Oregon. And, you know, I was thinking about this a little more. It's interesting about that eastern Oregon landscape because now that we have states and borders, we have this conception that that's where the borders are, right? Or that's where the lines of, of discernment are between one area and the other. And what's interesting to think about is in this section, it stretches out from eastern Oregon into Idaho, takes up a lot of that northeastern section of California, east of the Cascades, and then on into Nevada through that northern area. And if you think about it, in the past, this used to be territory of the northern Paiute, the Indian tribe that I think occupied a section of this area for a long time. In fact, it's very interesting. I'm not sure if it cross-references to the same tribe, but there are petroglyphs up on Hart Mountain near the location that this photograph was taken that are from the Native American tribes that lived there hundreds of years ago now. So this image was taken right after sunset, during blue hour, of one of the really bright magenta clouds that passed up and stretched up above the desert landscape above me. I thought it was a cool photograph, and I really appreciate these types of passing phenomena. So that's why I put it up. You can see more of my work at billynewmanphoto.com. You can check out some of my photo books on Amazon. I think you can look up uh, Billy Newman under the authors section there and see uh, some of the photo books on film, on the desert, on surrealism, on camping. Some cool stuff over there. I think uh, I've just been going through editing a handful of photographs and I wanted to talk about a few of the ideas that I had around that. Uh, it was cool. I was going through uh, through an archive on a hard drive that I have for a bunch of the images from a lot of the camping that we did during September while we were out this uh, this past year, and it was cool working with the uh, with the newer Sony cameras like uh, like I talked about a handful of times on this podcast so far, and uh, and working by like traveling around and camping and stuff, working in the truck and, and all that stuff was really cool. But uh, with a lot of those photos, uh, a handful of, or, you know, in a lot of ways, they really haven't been processed to a, to a final outcome yet. So one thing that I was working on was uh, trying to go through some of the photographs from Imnaha, Oregon. And Imnaha, Oregon, I'd talked about on here a bit, was uh, that area that's east of of Joseph and Enterprise, Oregon, as you get up toward Hell's Canyon or... Um, yeah, I guess up there, like right on the Snake River and the Idaho border, and it's a cool spot. It's a a really interesting little town, and the, the geography out there uh, really changes uh, quite quite dramatically. Like right there, out next to the uh, Snake River, and and out next to all those hills and mountains that are over in that area. But uh, it looks like it used to be way more full of water out there. Just the amount of erosion that you can you can see that seemed like it ran through there to create those giant gorges that we see now. That's that's a lot of of earth movement that had happened out there. So uh, it's a really cool area out there. But uh, once you get out to Imnaha, there's no services, there's no gas, there's no store really. Uh, I think there might be some something if you if you could call ahead or knew what to call in ahead for. But uh, there's a road that cuts out of Imnaha um, up the Imnaha River Canyon where the Imnaha River flows through, and then there's a road that cuts up uh, and it, it would go out toward Hell's Canyon or toward a viewpoint at least of uh, at the top of Hell's Canyon as you look down into the Snake River and the Oregon-Idaho Divide. 
really cool area up there and definitely worth a drive if you can get out there but uh, at a certain point there's a viewpoint that uh, you're able to to kind of walk out to that shows all of uh, the the Imnaha Canyon in a, in a really interesting way just the angle of it I think uh, it, everything starts to line up really nicely in that way and that's something I, I try and kind of look for as when I'm trying to put together some photographs um, so that area was uh, was really cool you know it's designed to look really beautiful but uh, I try to get uh, real low and, and bring in some of the uh, some of the, the context and texture of the grass uh, in this uh, this dry, grassy field that, uh, that kind of stretched off on a steep slope down the hillside as it went down to the bottom of the ravine or at the bottom of the canyon, you know, of the, the Imnaha River Canyon that's out there. But the contours of the land in the distance, it kind of all flowed into the same vanishing point as uh, as the Imnaha River, you know, sort of worked its way up back toward the horizon. But a uh, really beautiful area up there, and it was cool uh, just sort of focusing the camera and trying to, to trying to frame that up to sort of capture that immenseness of edge to edge, what it what it was really like to sort of feel the that the the just the amount of angle there is to that. And so uh, one thing that I was working on with this photograph was, uh, and a handful of the others from uh, from the Imnaha River Canyon was um, trying to trying to work on some some more advanced black and white conversions of these photographs and i know there's uh, there's different um different like high contrast filters and stuff for for good black and white images and in a lot of ways that could really help a a, a ton of images especially if they're shot right uh, or you know cleanly with uh, good light uh, you know if the files are clean there's a huge amount you can do with uh, with things like that but uh, gosh yeah just trying to like go through and add black and white conversions that are a little bit more specific a little bit more adjusted to some of these photographs uh, especially ones that have like a structural context to them or, or a, a compositional element that's uh, really just defining the landscape by the structure of the land or by the uh, the angle of the land um, I kind of like uh, trying to mess with that a little bit so it was uh, it was cool working on it and I like the the way that it turned out it, uh, it kind of pulled some of the yellow color out of it which uh, is really just almost sometimes distracting uh, and then that strips it down to the, the kind of sharp angles that come in from the top of the uh, top of the frame to the bottom of the frame uh, these uh, these other sharp diagonals that uh, that are kind of matched up in parallel with it too so I kind of like that part of the composition elements that come about with when you you start working on stuff when you when you kind of work uh, or just when you kind of start getting a little bit more trained and stuff and when you're able to sort of make things a little bit more easily that, that starts to come around a bit better but uh, but yeah it was cool working tonight on a handful of photographs from uh, from the Imnaha River Canyon and try to make some black and white conversions of them. You can check out more information at billynewmanphoto.com. You can go to billynewmanphoto.com forward slash support if you want to help me out and participate in the value for value model that uh, we're running this podcast with. If uh, you receive some value out of some of the stuff that I was talking about, you're welcome to uh, help me out and send some value my way through the portal at billynewmanphoto.com forward slash support. You can also find more information there about uh, Patreon and the way that I use it. If you're interested or, or feel more comfortable using Patreon, that's patreon.com forward slash billynewmanphoto. But yesterday I took off on a drive. I went up the Mackenzie River and I've been trying to uh, go up to a few spots and then develop more photographs just from, from that location. Uh, or, you know, trying try to work on some stuff there. And, uh, and it was good, though. It was cool to, to get a, a couple of minutes to uh, try and work on some longer photographs. Really nothing stellar from that location, but part of what I'm noticing is you really need more 
uh, more times in your life when you're up to bat or when you're you're there, when you're at the place, when you're at a day of work. All that's kind of to say the same thing, but when you're participating, when you're out and doing it. And uh, I'm trying to, to develop that more where uh, where it's just... Oh, I was out taking photos four times today instead of one time, you know, this week or something. So um, I think it's just the, 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 your personal ability to cultivate those situations where you get to take photographs. That's almost really what it seems to be uh, to work as a photographer is to cultivate the next time you're going to be able to take photographs and uh, to, to try and cultivate that in a rapid succession so that you compound that. And uh, and really make efficiency or an efficient use out of your time, but I, I think about that a lot. It was cool going up yesterday. I was working with the the Sony A7R stuff uh, as much as I could, and I was trying to work on some long exposure stuff, sort of mapping or matching the uh, like the river and the the rocks of the shore or uh, some of the stuff on the far end of the of the the lake. That was kind of cool to to sort of work with a little bit. But um, but I try and I'm trying to work uh, on a few of those. A little, I don't know, slower tripod shots, let's say. But some photographs where you're kind of getting into a situation that's a landscape and you're trying to be just a little bit more patient and try out a couple different options and then, you know, wait for the light to come in a little better. And uh, that's, a, that's a few more of the techniques in the fine art photography side that, uh, that I really like. But I don't really get to express or get into as much, especially in the product photo side or the event photo side that uh, I end up working in most of the time. So, um it's cool though. I don't know. I've been pretty happy uh, trying to get out and do some photo stuff, and uh, it was really nice getting out and uh, trying to put some stuff together for myself. But uh, I don't know. It's good kind of working some of those ideas out. I'm trying to take more photos of myself too. I noticed that as I go back through my library, I just completed um, trying to cut down a lot of the photos over the last like 10 or 15 years or so into a collection of maybe some of the best and some of the best versions of the file itself too. It seems almost like a silly idea but what ends up happening is you you end up losing over time the the best um raw file that you have of that image if you're not careful right like if you edit the image or you resize the image for the you know that's the version that ends up going on social media a lot of the times is, a, is an image that's smaller than three megabytes and uh, a lot of the time, three megabytes is really going to be a, a downsized, compressed JPEG image that I put together. And over time, what I've noticed is that a few of these pieces that are maybe some of my favorite photographs, the, the, the version available that I can find right now, that's this JPEG version. So I'm trying to go through and, and clean that stuff up. And it seems like I've done uh, a good bit of the start of that. But the next part really is produce. It's really get out and try and be in places to make photographs that are new for the year of 2018. I need to be producing the files and then uh, getting that work product out i need to be able to you know finish it edit it and publish it in a way that's uh, that's effective you know if, if i'm going to bother to say that i'm a media creator or i'm a photographer any of that stuff so um so it's been good kind of getting out there's uh the mckenzie river drive there's been a couple other uh deals like out to the deschutes river i'll get into that on a podcast some stuff out on the the coast that was cool some stuff up uh near the the tulip farm uh, in Woodburn, all that stuff's starting to come together, and I have a few ideas for the rest of April too that might involve that. But on the other news, I think I'm dropping Hootsuite. I've been working with Hootsuite for a couple years, and uh, I don't really feel like I'm getting the value out of it that I need. It, it, it's costly, actually, is is a big part of it. It uh, it's like a monthly bill. It's probably more than Netflix is a month. But uh, but what I need to do is is kind of transition over to whatever 
other ideas that are out there for scheduling posts on some of these platforms. And I think that's what I'll be able to do in a pretty effective way is try and put a little bit more time into these platforms specifically to schedule out these posts for a business page or for whatever it is. But I think I can do that within Facebook uniquely. And I think I can do that from a few of these other platforms too. And I just don't use enough of the other features associated with Hootsuite um, to, to really interact with my, my social demographic that much. Um, I use like the platform most of the time to do that, but Hootsuite's a, a, a mechanism I use to try and publish to multiple places at once. And maybe now, maybe a couple years later, there's some alternatives or some competitors that, uh, that offer some of the features that I was looking for when I first got into the, the Hootsuite pattern and stuff. So it was cool to try for a while, but really what I noticed uh, overarchingly is that uh, it really they haven't regenerated a lot of their interface. And so a lot of the things that were glitchy and, and buggy problems years ago when I started using it, they're still the same kind of glitchy, buggy problems. And really it's, it, you know, it, it's, it's the location of the, the problem is always in the upload module, which is really the only thing I use for the service. So I just got smart and I decided to quit that and jump ship and go to some other service. There's a, few, there's a free option to Hootsuite. Maybe I'll continue to use that. That, that service is three social media accounts is what it shows. There's probably some other uh, limitation to it. And I know there's another service called Buffer that I had used in the past. And I think I might check them out again and see if, uh, if there's an opportunity to, um, to use that interface to do some Buffer stuff here on out. But, uh, but yeah, if anybody's super curious, that's how I, I sneak in some of the photo stuff that I try and put up on, on uh, social media across the board trying to make it a little easier on myself i have all these photos and i'm uh, trying to organize them and then write captions for them in bulk and then put them up online if i can but yeah so it's going okay you know it's uh it's always kind of a process trying to get some of the media stuff together and, and really like i was talking about outside of media and youtube channels and other things like that what i'm really trying to focus on in 2018 is photographs am i making photographs am i getting to places to make photographs am i wrapped out in these other side responsibilities that really aren't going to compound and benefit me uh, when it comes back to my main goal here. So I don't want to dilute myself in places where, uh, you know, where I just can't really be my best. Uh, there's like a, an amount of diminishing return that seems to happen. So I've kind of thought about that a little bit, but, uh, but the need to make content and to make stuff and to produce, I mean, that's, you know, that's what media creation is. So Thanks a lot for checking out this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. Hope you guys check out some stuff on BillyNewmanPhoto.com. A few new things up there. Some stuff on the homepage. Some good links to other other outbound sources. Some, some links to books. Some links to some podcasts. Links to some blog posts. All pretty cool. But yeah, check it out at BillyNewmanPhoto.com. Thanks a lot for listening to this episode of the podcast. Talk to you next time.